You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome, cultists. I didn't say hi that time. You didn't. <laughs> I, I know. To. I didn't know. It was like, but I, it was like I an awkward. We all looked again. around. I was. <laughs> See, you're learning. You're learning. <laughs> so again, welcome, cultists. Yes, welcome, cultists. That's what welcome. I'm going to do. I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I'm joined by the Lady of Libations and your facilitator of fun, Stephanie. Uh, Justina. Who's our still our neophyte? Neo. Neo. Like from Fight. Matrix, right? Right. Yeah. I'm going to go by Molpheus. <laughs> no. <laughs> Molpheus. You're not allowed to go by Molpheus. I do my own introduction, so I am Molpheus. <laughs> oh, so that, that's what you're going to be? No, no, no. I take Justina it back. Justina Armorpheus? <laughs> I mean, you I get to pick your name. name. <laughs> yep. You get to pick a name. Our audience out there, if you have suggestions for Justina our neophyte, what kind of title can she hold? All of them. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> Wait until after this episode, though, before yeah, you make that yeah, decision. Yeah, yeah. You know what? If you guys could just go ahead and write them down and just submit them now, just that'd be th- great. Th- throw them right now on on the Facebook message. We'll, we'll get them, and we'll talk about them next week. So um, our Lady of Libations, uh, in her real-world job, um is in charge of a museum. I am. And her museum, the Explorium. Yes. Uh, it's a science museum. In Mobile, Alabama. Uh, if you ever visit, go check it out. Is doing an exhibit on science fiction? Science fiction, science future. Tell us a little bit about that. So the exhibit um, has a, a variety of... Um, like little sub little exhibits all the way through it that uh, exhibits things that were once considered science fu- science fiction that are now things that we use as in lasers holograms um, uh, eye recognition as far as um, controlling a computer with your eyes instead of a mouse um, moving objects with brain waves so it has um, scan scanners I mean so there's a lot of things that were once considered science fiction that are now a reality and amongst all of that we have a few things that are still science fiction but that maybe they're working on for the future and one of which is a Star Trek transporter which is the thing amazing. that that makes okay wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Oh, hang on. Hold on. Hold your questions. Okay. Um, Continue. Tell people where where they can find you. So we are at 65 Government Street in Mobile, Alabama. Yeah, your website? Um, Yes, it's, um, um, uh, I think it's gulfcoastexplorium.com or explorium.com. Is it .com? Is it .org or .com? I want to say it's .com. My email is .com. It should be .com. I think it's Gulf Coast Explorium. Uh, I will make sure it has, uh, we'll tag it on, on all yeah. our stuff so people, so because of that, we chose this film. Right. Yay. Yay. The rest of that sounds really science. cool. Because <laughs> of the science and because of the transporters. Um, I, I chose for us a Star Trek film and I didn't choose any Star Trek film. I decided to go deep into the Star Trek lore because everyone does like all the, 
the old Trek stuff. And I'm like, no one really pays attention to the new Trek stuff. So, but I, not the super new Trek yeah, not stuff. The, not, not the infant. Uh, yeah, the, the baby So we're Trek talking stuff. about the cream filling. Yeah, we're talking about the cream filling. Oh. And so our movie today is Star Trek First Contact. In his nightmares, he can see them. In his mind, he can hear them. Locutus. In his soul, he can feel them. I just received a report from Deep Space Five. Long-range sensors have picked up. Yes, I know. The Borg set a course for Earth. Maximum warp. Now, in Earth's darkest hour, he must fight them again. Captain, Earth. Life signs? Population approximately 9 billion. All Borg. How? Time travel. They went back and assimilated Earth. Changed history. I must follow them back. Repair whatever damage they've done. But this time, they must travel to the past. April 4th, 2063. To save our future. You're all astronauts on some kind of Star Trek. They invade our space, and we fall back. They assimilate entire worlds, and we fall back. Not again. The line must be drawn here. It looks like the control deck's 26 up to 11. Mr. Data and I are returning to the ship. Don't let them touch you! Uh. Captain! Data! We must activate the auto-destruct sequence. You want to destroy the ship by the way, you coward. If you were any other man, I would kill you where you stand. Let's rock and roll! Destroy them. Watch your future's end. Our shields and our weapons are gone. Resistance is futile. Perhaps today is a good day to die. John, look, blow up the damn ship! No! We are not going to lose the Enterprise. Not to the Borg, not while I'm in command. Star Trek First Contact. Dun, dun, dun. One of my favorites. <laughs> Justina says nothing. I'm here for support because I watched that film and I have I have no thoughts. Oh, you have, you have thoughts. Oh, I have very little. So uh, Star Trek First Contact came out in November of 1996. It was directed by Jonathan Frakes. Uh, screenplay by Brandon Braga and Ronald E. Moore, both guys who had worked on the Star Trek Next Generation television show for most of its... Life, it ran seven seasons. It stars Patrick Stewart as Jean-Luc Picard, captain of the Enterprise. has Brent Spiner as Lieutenant Commander Data, Jonathan Franks, who is also directing, as Commander Riker, and the rest of the cast of Star Trek. I didn't list There's a every, lot of, every, all of them. Everybody's in it. Next generation people. IMDb uh, Everybody yourself. that you guys, like, that is popular is in this film? Yeah, pretty much. Everybody's, wow. every, every next generation guy is in it. All right, cool. It also stars Alfred Woodard, Woodard as Lily, James Cromwell as Zephyrin Cochran, and Alice Kreege as the Borg Queen. Hey, don't forget the guy that gets, um, you know, you know, later on that's actually an arrow. Hey, yeah. He, uh, He's also. We'll talk about him too, but uh, <laughs> Commander Hulk. I know it. Lieutenant Commander Hulk. He says it's so weird. So the synopsis. So this is what this movie's about, Justina. Hey, hey, guys. I can't talk about Zephyrin Cochran. I'm not going to talk about him. Okay. 
I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and listen to anything about Zephram Cochran until you guys do a tequila shot with me. (laughs) Did you bring tequila? (laughs) Did you for real? I need that in my life. Oh my God. You brought tequila. As a matter of fact, I did. (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) All right now. I am suddenly okay with this. Because we we cannot talk about anything having to do with Zephram Cochran until we do a tequila shot. Uh, Okay. That was like, hey guys. She is. Did we do something wrong? She got all serious, right? Is there a lime over there? Oh. Don't be a sissy. Ooh, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Don't be a sissy. I was just wondering how much she brought in that little bag. I thought it was snacks. (laughs) I thought she brought snacks. That's I was all I brought. I was kind of excited hey, for snacks. It's special, though. It's also cool. It's very cool. Yes, I kept it cold. Very cool. Ooh. All right. That's nice. Uh, to Zephram Cochran. Cochran. All right. That person. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. Jose Is everybody Cuervo. ready now? Jose Cuervo. Woo. That was delicious. Ooh, imagine doing several of those. <laughs> All right. right. All right. Woo. The lady libations. I need one of her. (laughs) Well, I mean, she technically. There's extras. Come come with me. Let's follow each other. Here, you can have the rest, (laughs) ma'am. Help yourself. Well, about halfway through this podcast, when we're doing stuff that I don't understand because this movie. (laughs) Well, see, I'll take the other shot. I am the facilitator of fun, and I'm facilitating your fun right now. She is facilitating. Thank you. I appreciate you. So, you ready for the synopsis? Yes, please. Sure, now I can talk about it. So, should, should I ask? Uh, let me do this. I can I tell you the synopsis? Yeah, let me. Okay. In, I did it in one, two, I did it in three sentences. Oh, geez. Okay. All right. So cool, in, let's do this. So, in three sentences, what what do you think it's about? Okay. I'm, And I focused on this movie, guys. She did. I, I watched. Focused. I was with her. This is what I got. Uh there's something happening we have to go save them semicolon but we were told to stay here too bad (laughs) that's how it starts that's not bad (laughs) oh no we're separated but i don't know how we even separated but we're fighting in two different areas bless her heart Oh, look, a Vulcan. I know this just because <laughs> Scotty went, do you know where the Vulcan is? I was like, it's that guy that just showed up, the, t- the shiny one. The okay, so, so, okay. Oh, look, a Vulcan. The day is saved. All right. Done. A little bit but, different I mean, no, no, than no, the way I would oh, describe it. I just remember it, another. No, but that's three sentences. Well, yeah, well, I commit to that. But we'll, we'll, Good. That's a good start. You're I not, like it. You're not going to let me do it in three sentences? No, because you know the movie. But it would be so much <laughs> yeah, fun. Let, let her do it because it would be kind of funny right, just to see how well she does. See if I can do it three sentences. Because I didn't plan this. This is on the right. top it's of t- my head. Right. Top of your tongue. Okay. It's hard in three sentences. The Borg are planning an attack on Earth that will interfere with the first launch of the very first warp core engine, which will threaten the civilization of Earth. Picard goes against orders to fight the Borg. And... The Borg loses. That's only three. You can sentences. say that in the microphone. Oh, I, well, I didn't want to interrupt her, so I was just saying that I knew it out loud. I I remembered 
they left their spot, and then of course the bad guys came through their spot because they left it. It's really the past. They were like, want, "We have to stay here. It's so boring." We'll, do you we'll want to know why they were in two different places? We'll, we'll get there. Okay. We'll get, we'll get there. Okay. Okay. You had one more sentence. I thought that was three. Okay. We'll we'll say it was three. I just assumed you kept using. You comma. finished it. <laughs> I really thought that was three sentences. I could have gone on, but that that was three sentences. I don't so know how. here's my synopsis. Yes, please. When a race of zombie robots go back in time to prevent Earth from venturing into space. It's up to Jean-Luc Picard and the rest of the crew of the Starship Enterprise to stop them. While in the past, they meet a genius who created Warp Drive. But you know what they say. They time traveled. Never meet your heroes. Yes, they time traveled. Oh, my Did goodness. Did you miss that whole part? <laughs> there so much happened in God this movie where I you, just could not. Child. Yes, they time traveled. Oh, my gosh. Okay, for someone having not watched any Star Trek movies and then to watch this one, and it's, they don't even introduce you to people. They're like, you just know these people. <laughs> they, 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 yeah, they, they, so the whole time I'm like, who is that? And why are they doing things? Are they together? Are they enemies? What? It, and then they went back in time. And oh my gosh! So now, so now, what we're going to do in our that was sermon, my brain blowing um, portion up. Of, of our show is that we're going to explain this movie in context to, to Justina, Justina. Yeah, who watched it, guys, who watched it. And Scotty was like, "Take notes." <laughs> okay. no, what was your note? What was your note? What just happened? Three <laughs> sentences. That was my synopsis. I there were sentences. What just happened? That was my takeaway. All right, cool. Let's do this. So all it, right, it opens with, with a nightmare. We find John Luke Picard sleeping, and he's he's reliving his time when he was with the Borg. So back on I, the on the in the series, the Borg captured John Luke and and that's the, and the then, zombie people. Yeah, 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 and they assimilated him, and he became like a top Borg, like a head Borg. I am Locutus, a Borg. Resistance is futile. Your life, as it has been, is over. From this time forward, you will service us. And that's and then the, the, the Enterprise rescued him and, you know, fixed him. So he was a Borg, and they brought him back, and then they were like, we'll put you in charge of a ship. Well, no, he was already in charge, charge of a ship. ship. Oh, this is when he was captain but they of that keep his ship. Job. <laughs> but they when they captured him back, and then they were able to surgically remove all the Borg implants. Okay, okay. But he still had some psychological issues well, yeah, from being for sure captured. Yeah, Borg. yeah. He could hear the Borg song in his head. He could. And is it like a a call? Like when you hear it, like the when you're out at sea. Like Maybe. sirens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, what it's sirens. Similar, I mean, and then all of a sudden, you become a zombie again. <laughs> Well, it's well, like when you when you are a Borg, you're like um, kind of keyed into the collective. So all the collective hears the same thing. They all work as one because they are hearing one message from the central, which is the Borg queen, and she's the one that I vaguely sends remember her. Okay. She's oh, she's the weird robot lady. Yeah, she's oh oh okay, oh, so I'm a sexy zombie. So she was a sexy zombie. I mean, so breaking it down, imagine the Borg is like answer bees. And they all, okay. They all have different jobs. Queen bee, right? Gotcha. And she's gotcha. a queen bee, basically. And so, what they do is they travel through space and they go to civilization to civilization. It's like we like this planet. Let's make all these people Borg, and we'll add their whole civilization to our civilization. And then we'll go and try because they're they're in search. So for, they really are like zombies, right? They're searching for perfection. Ah. And so they they think by assimilating other cultures, 
they'll become you know if you know a piece over here a piece over there a piece over there they'll become perfect interesting right but anyway that's why he was having nightmares none of that's explained in the movie he had he <laughs> no had it's, it's really not it's mentioned but it's never bad explained. memories of being part of the borg I, re- I remember him mentioning that a couple of times yeah. and saying that he was connected. which is why they didn't want him to go when the borg because i remember the lady going no one's like, why are you guys all following him? And he's like, you don't understand. I know. I can sense it. I know what they're doing. I can think when they think or something. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so um, he gets a call from one of the top admirals, and the admiral's like, hey, buddy. The And Picard's all like, yeah, I know the Borg are here. And he's like, yeah, cool. Uh, we're going to go fight it, but you... Yeah, he, yeah cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to stay in the neutral zone. You're you going to stay and go look at stuff because, um, you know... You crazy and we don't. You, we so don't. you think they did that because he used to be Borg? Yes. And they didn't yes, want him they to. They did not know how he would react to a Borg attack. So because of the last film, and, and, and I will explain this later in the the sermon, but um, something happened to the last Enterprise in the first in the last film. So they got a new Enterprise, and so it's like the top of the line ship. They've got this this badass battleship that they're not going to use because they put the guy who's half Borg in the charge, and they're like. <laughs> That could be crazy. We shouldn't want to use yeah. our best thing instead of yeah. like, hey, you're not going to be in charge. Let the guy with the beard be in charge for a minute. And but no, <laughs> there's no, no, no. all these ways around, it and they did. Um, of course, he's not going to pay attention. He tells everyone, hey, we're going to go break the orders and go save everyone. Uh, no, that's not true. At first, he said they were going to say because they were told to. Well, he did for a minute, you and know? then he went, no, 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 no. Let's go because well, they were getting their asses kicked. Right. And so he's like, I know the Borg. I'm going to go to. So he goes to Earth. Uh, they go and they find the, this cube. I'm sure it does well in space gas mileage. <laughs> right. You know, yeah, the yeah. economical. Um, the admiral ship gets destroyed, so Picard takes over the whole fleet. He's like, guys, I got this. And he's like, all right, we're going to point our lasers at this one spot. And they do, which blows up the cube. When he has the cube blowing up, a, sp- a sphere flies out of it. So it's like a like an escape pod, like a giant escape oh, ship. Oh, no. And so it starts going f- through Earth and beca- starting a creating a time rift. Enterprise chases it, and because they're in the time wake, they're not affected by everything. And while they're looking, Earth gets completely turned into a Borg planet. So what they've got to do is go follow the Borg ship into the past to stop them from turning their Earth into a Borg planet. So essentially, if they didn't go in the past, the Borgs would be successful. Right, the Borg right. would win. We'd all be Borg. Yes, please. <laughs> they have those cool like headband things. Those are implants. Oh, cool. That's not a headband. It's in your head. Oh, never mind. <laughs> so they go in the past and they figure, they realize they're in the past wh- where they're at in the past by looking at radiation and everything so blockbuster there's no blockbusters because uh, this is further in the future than we are now yeah but not too much farther so here's something they do not tell you at all okay in 1997 there was a third world war in in this film, which you would have known had you watched the original series, right? Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh goodness! Like fifty oh, years ago, you'd watch. I, like so, I should so. be taking notes. Continue. All right. So there was a Third World War, and it was mainly because of these superhuman guys. So they were like genetically. Isn't altered. it always because of superhuman like, guys like Khan? Well, she don't know who Khan is. Khan. <laughs> I don't. I really it's don't. Okay. Right. Does that mean something? It's awesome. It doesn't matter. Yes, it Continue. Does. That's on the list. Um, <laughs> but so the you know these superhuman guys were all ruling different countries and they warred. And it caused this terrible, terrible World War Three, and all these coalitions had fallen. And so we were about 10, 15 years after 
World War Three, where they're at, where the Enterprise ends up at. And so okay. to them, it made sense. They're, you know, pa- most population of Earth has been dead, and it's easy to assimilate. And then they realize what they're going to do. They're trying to stop what is known as first contact. And there's the title, guys. Credits. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think first contact is? Well, okay. So before, it was Wally bringing them a plant. And making them realize there was life out there and they could travel. Exactly. Okay? If you listen so, to our uh, mean, you know, our cult meeting yeah. episode. Or you should 1. have because it was epic. Uh, so not, go back and listen to it. <laughs> if We'll wait. And we're back. Okay. Uh, d- was it good for you? It was good for me. So, in f- so first contact would be, f- it could either be their first contact with this space dude that doesn't ex- like accept his power because he doesn't want a statue. Or his first contact with space. So it's it, a, it's actually the first time the Vulcans show up on Earth. So at right. the end of the movie is first contact. It is oh there. It gosh. is so it's first that contact. Whole thing means is just based on that it's shiny first dude? contact. It's first <laughs> oh. contact it's based on the shiny dude. Is that why he shines? Like well, no. So it's about their first contact with an alien race. Star Trek fans who are which would have never happened had he it. not built the warp core. So he built the first warp engine, and that's what the Vulcans saw that made them come to Earth. So, do you know what a warp engine is? It's a time warp. Nope. <laughs> a, a warp engine is a engine that allows a starship to go faster than light. We don't have those. We don't have those. Yet. We don't have those yet. We will. Is that in your science-y thing about coming in the We future? don't have a warp core, no. Okay. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cool to have one? It would totally be you cool You should to go to work so and say we try need to make core. that happen. So, there's an unwritten rule but, uh, uh, with civilizations that have... Warp capability—they can, you know, go faster than light. They don't talk to planets who can't. You so you because you're—they're <laughs> primitive. They're like you yeah. know, it's they're like, like cave people, right? They're like we don't mess. It's with It's like people in Seattle and then people in Kansas, exactly. And they're like, oh, Kansas, honey. <laughs> right, right. It's right. kind of like that. Well, we're but, drinking our coffee. But up when here first contact, you know, right house. before first contact, Zephyr Conquer takes his warp ship, the and flies and the Vulcans are like sweetie can fly faster than light let's go hang out let's go see who this is and this is first contact and that's how they make friends right and and so and because of that that ushers in yeah. basically right. the the world that becomes Star Trek and it, because it's, it's the, the Vulcans actually bring Earth a lot of technology the, and learning and you're right it's the yeah. biggest it is the biggest event in Star Trek history which is why he gets a statue right that he doesn't exactly. want right. and exactly. schools exactly. named yeah, after yeah, him and all yeah, that all that, all that jazz right. all that jazz mm-hmm. and so so if you're a bad guy and you're like, if we stop this, then we can rule. And so that's what the board that go, makes sense. The board goes down to, to stop that. There's so, they prevent so much them. I'm learning <laughs> that the movie did not teach so, me. And and that brings us to why their people were separated is because when they first got into that space, they realized well, Zephram had a crash, and so what they had to do is send a team down to the planet. To assist him in repairing it because that ship had to go up at a certain time or else the Vulcans would have never seen it. So that's why you see Jordy and Deanna and a crew of um, engineers go down to help repair the ship while everybody else stayed on, on the other ship. So here's here's my thing. Um, I didn't see them go down. You I missed just, that? I, don't, <laughs> I was watching. I was watching. You totally missed that but there was But it hit a point where I was like, is that that's part of their crew? Like, where? Why are they separated? When did that happen? There was a, <laughs> apparently there was a point too, which I'm sure we'll talk about later, where it's like when he takes the thing up, and then they come back, and I was like, when did they land it? I commented on the landing, 
and then had was so confused that I was like, when did they land it? And Scotty was like, you said something about the landing. Really? That's the end of the movie. She was, she's watching the Vulcan lander land. And she yeah, I was watching. A, and he she, said, do you know who that is? I was like, that must be the Vulcan because he's right, shiny. And, he's land, and, and she I was lands like, But it. when did that guy land? I was like, you just oh commented about a minute ago. That's hilarious. <laughs> like, it, it was that confusing for me. Bless it was heart. It was so hard to follow the story because it was. Anyway. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. So, okay. So, so I didn't see them so go now to the separated. planet. We have eventually. Let's get them to separate because okay. it's important. Important to know why they get separated. So it's so the before they're separated, they're they're still on the bridge of the ship, and they realize where what time they're they're at. Oh, okay. They're here to stop first contact. We can't let them happen. Borg shoots some guns down there. They have some to blow, some torpedoes down there to blow stuff up, and they're like, we got to make sure the ship is there. You know. Yeah, not destroyed, so we can you know have a civilization. Did they hit the ship? <laughs> they did not. Okay, okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> Picard takes a crew and asks the computer to get him some new clothes, and then they beam down in their new clothes, so they look so they can blend blend into blend, it. blend into the you know. I do remember that where they're like modern clothes, and then it I don't it still looked really primitive for me. Well, yeah, to think about it being in the future, that's funny. Well, it's not that far in the future. Plus, it's you know, I know. It's like 2040. We are, I will say, our styles are going backwards, so maybe we're going to hit that. I don't know. Cochran had that awesome hat. That plus, looked, yeah, he does. I don't even plus, know it's also at, during, right after uh, World War III. So, right. You know, manufacturing. Right people after. are poor. There's not much manufacturing going on. Um, they had tequila, though. Uh, they all look for, they all look for Zephyr and Carmen. They can't find him. They go look for uh, the Phoenix ship, and they do. But Card and Data go have this weird love thing with it. <laughs> Touching the ship, <laughs> I do remember that. And, yeah, yeah. And, and they were just like, "Oh, you have to touch it." And then somebody else touches it and was like, "Is it supposed to feel a certain way?" Right. And so yeah. that's data. I remember that. Yeah, so that's data. He's a robot. He's, he's a, the one that does the stuff with the stuff with the later. Right. Okay. Like, we'll, we'll get to. But yeah, he's, he's an yeah, android. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't. Get, but he, his whole thing, he's trying to be human. Yeah. And, and they're so like, "No, you have to touch it." And he, he <laughs> idolizes Picard like a dad, and so he's like, "Dad's touching it. I'm going to touch it." And so pretty much. Um. Then we uh, find Lily, who's the engineer who built the Phoenix, which is the ship. She comes down and she shoots um, Data with a machine gun, but he's, you know. Well, he was like, I'll, I'll handle this and jumps down right. multiple layers. I remember that. And then she shoots him a lot and he was like, we come in peace or something, <laughs> something like that. And then she passed out. Right. Because I remember she, that. She passed out because she was uh, over-radiated. Yeah. Well, I mean, also she just shot this dude like 50,000 times. Well, there was radiation was in the air. And so. The doctor, Beverly Crusher, tells Picard, like, we all got to get inoculated. I'm going to beam her back up. And he's like, no, Yeah, and then just started shooting people through their I, clothes. I <laughs> have what, an issue. That's a hyperspace. I've always had an issue with that. With the hyperspace? Yes. <laughs> I want to know how does that get through your clothes. I want to know the technology. I want someone to explain that to me. I'll look it up. I'll right look it up. Away. We'll throw it in the uh, next week's Because uh, the, the I can yeah, see, yeah. I can see maybe against your skin. No, they were wearing jackets. Skin, but like, they were just so going through thick jackets like, here, here, here. And I'm like, she just whipped it out. Hold on, hold on. This is a culture who can physically beam you from one place to the other, who can generate food, clothing, and whatever else you need, and you're worried about how it gets Yes, I want magic. to know. <laughs> I don't want to know space magic. The other stuff I can kind of like wrap my head like, around. What's the science behind I that? I want to know the go? science behind a hyperspace. Yes, please. Okay, I, I will. I, that, that's my homework, homework assignment. That's my homework assignment. If anyone knows, feel free to put it in the comments. Put I'll, it in your planner. I will. Uh, yes. I want to know the science I behind the hyperspace. Um. It's important because they bring Lily back up to the Enterprise and throw her in sickbay. 
Um, but they weren't concerned because they were going to keep her unconscious. Knock her out. Well, yeah, they were concerned, it's, it's, but she, Beverly's all like, we, I got this. I got this. Let's knock her out. I just fine. shot you through like three layers of clothes. I can take care of this one woman. It's fine. And so um, there are th- crazy things going on in engineering. Uh, environmental controls are going So environmental controls are basically like the ACs are going on crazy. And, you know, the humi- the humidifier. I can't say it. Humidity. Humi- Thank humidifier. You. Humidity. Wor- yeah, there we go. Those words are tough. We got you, boo. Thank you. That's why I have uh, other cultists with me. Uh, <laughs> I may not have brought tequila, but I can help with that word. Maybe it's the tequila. Anybody want another shot? Maybe it's tequila is messing my mind. We can totally do another shot. But um, then it comes about, they've got engineers looking into it, but the engineers keep getting going missing you know, in horror film fashion. And that's, and that's when they're, that's how they got separated. Well, not yet. Because some stayed. Right. So, and she beamed up. So Picard hears something in his head. And so he calls up to to the bridge. I never. I think I missed Got every it. time I'm he, good. like, d- did he do something like Harry when no, when the bolt was starting to hurt and he'd be like, no, ah. you, no just, it, we just you just hear it and he kind of pauses oh. a minute when he hears it. Yeah. yeah. But um, he calls up and is like, hey, what's going on? And it's like, uh, the envi- environmental curls are crazy. And he's, like, and so Picard's are like, okay, I'm taking data with me. You, Riker, you go. Data's finish. a robot. Yeah. He says Riker. Stay down here. Riker's the bearded guy who's also directing this movie. <laughs> oh, actually, he's a way better director than he is an actor. Ooh! Oh, shots fired. That's yeah, phasers on stun. No, wait a minute. That's not necessarily a. Um, that could be a compliment. I mean, he's not a bad actor, but he's a pretty darn good director. He directs a lot of Star Trek content. Well, he directs a lot of things. He's a good director. Yeah. I think he's a fine actor too. So I don't. I mean, he's not terrible. But um. He'll never do the show now. <laughs> uh, so Picard and Data go back to the Enterprise, and they realize that, hey, the Borg have taken over because uh, the environmental controls are all wacky because it's it make it, it's hot as a Borg ship down there. It's hot as a Borg ship. And so they figure out that Am you I know, right? You know, when they destroyed the sphere, they're like, hey. <sighs> My ears are on fire now. I'm sorry. <laughs> tequila Speaking of hot as a Borg ship. Uh, tequila will do that to you. Uh, so My the, lips get tingly. So the, the Borg have gotten to the Enterprise, and uh, they've got to get the Borg out. And the Borg are just like, they'll, they're going floor, but they're not going to stay on their deck nine or where the hell they are. They're going to take over the whole ship. So that's why they're separated. you got guys trying to fight the Borg on the ship, and you got guys who've got to do the, the, uh, the launch the Phoenix or the Vulcans, we'll see. So they'll have civilization. It's crazy. So that Borg queen... She makes all the all the decisions. Correct? She's so awesome. Okay. Yes, well, uh, yes. I mean, and so the Borg Queen was a new concept. This was the first movie that introduced her. This is what introduced the Borg Queen. Because so but she's sh- the one that was like, no, we also need to get on that ship. But she was and in take the series, right? Yeah. She wasn't in the TNG. There was she was in Voyager, but she was not in TNG. Okay, Voyager. I say I've and, seen her before. But and, so is Voyager and, then. Uh, she was actually played by Suzanne Thompson in Voyager for most of its run, and then the Voyager's last episode, she returned with Alice Creech, came back and did her. Alice Creech is great. Yeah, Alice Creech. That's sweet. who did her in this yeah, one. In this oh, one okay, yeah. okay, okay. So that's how they got separated. That's, how, that's why. Okay. That's why they're separated. Okay. I just know that <coughs> I, it just ha- it happened so quick. Right. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So continue. So I'm learning so much. During all this, the Enterprise crew finds Efren Cochran. He's alive. And uh, he's the the warp guy. Yeah, he's so he's the farmer from Babe. That little pig. That'll do. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he. All I could think about was Babe. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's the whole time. Every time he says something. And so I where's his piggy? So hard. And so the you know the farmer from Babe is an alcoholic, money grubbing. He just wants naked women in an island. That's all. And so and I have a question real sure. quick. Since and he's we're talking about him and Babe. What else has he been in? Oh, lots of things. Oh my gosh. Because I am pretty stuff. I mean, I'm not gonna say I don't know him from other things, but I only recognize him from Babe. Here I'm pulling it up right now <laughs> to continue explaining about about first contact. And okay, so. Yeah, um and of course, he's resistant to everything. He's like, you know, there's a lot of hero worship going on. People are like, hey, you know, it's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Realizing that you are the guy who changed civilization, you're like, and you're like, I'm a asshole. I'm not that guy. I'm. I don't know what you guys are thinking about, he's but like, I'm like, I don't want all that. I just want money. Right. And, and an just, island. Right. And, and some, ladies. Some naked ladies, and that's all I want. Ladies. All right. So, are you ready? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I'm only gonna. Name the ones that you may have seen. <laughs> good Starting luck. Good luck. Earliest. <laughs> yeah, I good know. luck. This is going to be fun, Have guys. you seen Jurassic World? I have. Okay, Benjamin Lockwood. He's the, the old dude. He's the old guy. In, in the mansion. In the mansion. The old dude that... Okay, okay. Okay, you know. Um, let's see. You haven't seen any of that crap? <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like Big Hero 6. He was a voice. Oh, okay. Robert Callahan. Well, I don't know names, but I have seen... Uh, well, I figured you have. Big Hero Is that the one with the hug? The, the big guy with the big white yeah, eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah well, yeah, you yeah, have I kids. I thought you might have seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. All right. Um, yeah, yeah. Did you ever watch Boardwalk Empire? Nope. nope. Okay. I don't know what that is. How about Sc- American Horror Story? How about Scotty answers whether or not I've seen them? Because <laughs> <laughs> it'd be funny. American to see. Horror Story. Did you watch American Horror Story? No. Okay, never mind. He's in Keep a- moving. Asylum, isn't he? Yes, he was. He was Look the dog. Me knowing yeah, stuff. No, he's awesome in that one. He's been in so so much. I've seen almost everything in here, but you have it. So I'm just going to keep going. Um, you haven't seen that, <laughs> <laughs> I, guys. I need y'all to know that I'm not even looking at this her. This is phone. hilarious. She just like repeatedly That's scrolling. Like, I have to like. Did you her see? Is going did you so see iRobot? Yes, I did. He was the doctor, the one that, he that created. A lot of he was the one that created. Yeah, he plays a lot of doctors, a lot of politicians. Well, the one little, the w- <sighs> one little. AI guy that hung out with Will Smith. Was He's it when they were locked in that room? Yep. yep. Oh, see, I recognize scenes, but I still can't picture him in right. those. Okay, so let's keep going. What else have you seen? I really like that you're picking I out things I have seen. I though. know. I'm this like, is great. Um, we know each other. He was so also well. on Star Trek Enterprise. Oh, he was on. Okay, he's done. He's done Star Trek like five or six times. Yeah, he's done a lot. The Green so Mile. It has been a long so time. He is the warden. He is the warden of Green Mile. It yeah. was great. Let's see here. What else? Anything? You haven't seen that. <laughs> Babe. Yep. <laughs> Did you see Deep Impact? Nope. No, okay. I forgot he was in Deep Impact. I'm wow. like, no, okay. okay. No, nope. <laughs> we'll keep, keep going. going. So he's, a, he's the former. Anyway, a lot of stuff. He's yeah, been so in he a lot was of in stuff. Babe. Okay, cool. I mean, I'm sitting here going, yes, he was in that. He was in that. He was in that. But you he, haven't seen a, any of that stuff. He's a fine actor. So I'm kind of sad. He's in the general's daughter. Because really he's amazing. Scotty's helping me out. One film at a time. (laughs) We're just picking the ones in the middle of series so that I'm super confused every time. I mean... He's over there smiling so big like, this is the best thing that's ever happened for me. This is why you are fun on this show because... yeah, Thanks. you you don't know a lot of these movies. I sure don't. I'm glad that somebody's getting some joy out of it, though. Um, so continuing on. So th- Zephyr Carver runs off because he's all like, I don't want to do this. This is, makes no sense. So he leaves. I don't want to be a statue. I got to go take a pee. And <laughs> no, no, I got to take a leak. And they're like, what's a leak? And I'm like, because they never make references to bathrooms in Star Trek ever. So never. this is the first one. So it was a big deal. So isn't that when he doesn't he sneak out of a window or am I yeah, mixing movies yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, and they like came outside and they're like, "What are you doing?" And then he turned around and walked back. No, 
No. That's something different. I have no, <laughs> no idea, idea what, what that is. is. <laughs> that was not this movie. They ran off and shot him with a laser beam later on. In the woods. Hang on. He ran off in the what woods. That from? Okay. That, that's not. So meanwhile, uh, the, the Borgum aboard the Enterprise just kicking the shit out of everybody. Um, Picard and his group are going looking for it. Um, Data and gets captured by the Borg. Um, yep. Picard gets separated from his group, ends up uh, being captured by okay, Lily. Wait, 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 wait. So they're in the, the sick bay, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever they call it. And sick bay, you're right. That, that was a, guys, that's the correct term. Guys. Oh, oh my gosh. Calm down. Everybody calm down. Okay. They might as well just hire me to play the next movie, right? So they start crawling through a hole. Yes. Jeffrey's and tube is what Jeffrey's tube is what that is. One of the doctors stays. That's a hologram, it's not a doctor. But I mean it's he was like, I'm not programmed for this. Like I, I got that he wasn't real. He's a hologram. He's he's the doctor on Voyager. So what happened to him? He's is a hologram. Ever, like, but do they like he's a ho- he's a computer program. So they can't do anything. They can't, they I just know that they walked in and he was like They can't hurt him. He's a computer he's program. Like, all right, he's well all like, you're rashes here. Rashes are terrible for the board, is basically what he's yeah. saying. Okay. He's okay, just cool. stalling. I just I just thought of him and was I right. feel bad that I didn't check on him he's, earlier. He is an EMH program, emergency medical hologram. Oh. So how does he physically help you? So holograms in this world are a combo of not just light and lasers. But actually, like force fields and things, so they can actually touch you. Oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah, and so he can, right. so he's like when the he's designed really for like if like all the doctor staff are busy or dead, he can be like, all right, pop up and like I can I can be a doctor, I can come help out. So in some of the series, well, no, in some of the series, there are actual <laughs> real human characters that have relations with holograms. Okay, okay. Oh, that's I didn't know. How far we could go. Yes, that's how far you can go but with that. But no, 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 no. Like, to keep it PG-13. You can talk you can about say it. So, but no, I was... You could say sex if you wanted to. <laughs> okay, well, my first thought was... Boning. I wonder if they had pornos. Yes. Yeah. Pork sells them. Oh. On on D- Deep D- Space, Space Nine, Nine, he has special holo programs that he sells for that. Like, like porn programs, yeah. There's a whole episode about Vo- um, Voyager because Vulcans can only have sex every seven years. And they, get, they that get, is why they're so shiny. And they're sh- they, they get, need to get some scuffs get, on um, them. Super aggressive. It's if called they the pon- don't have sex, right? They call pun far. And so Voyager's a show about a starship that's got stuck way, way deep in space, and they can't get home. And so they have a holog- holodeck too. And so they're like, "Well, we can just make him a fake woman, and he can just have all fun all day, and that doesn't really work." Right. Okay. So, but anyway, yes, you. They do have. have they questions. do have porn in Star Trek. Why can they only have sex every seven years? It's just way that's a Vulcan. That's so, so the, it's only Vulcans. They so. It's just Vulcans, yeah. They can't have sex with anybody, even themselves, for seven years. They, or they can. They're completely in control of themselves, right, their bodies, yeah, emotions, and everything. I, I, I don't that know is exhausting. I don't know if. I, I'm going to need to be touched. They probably can. They have. To, let's put like, it this way: they have the to males, have sex yeah, every, seven every seven years. years. Yeah, they have to. Okay. They could they could probably, probably do, do it. it. Yeah. So they they don't need it. They're like as a matter no, of fact, I'm, I'm almost positive they can because Sarek yeah. married an, an Earth woman, and I can guarantee you she needs it more than seven years. Once seven years, but if they don't have it in seven years, it's like oh, they I have to release. They have to have right, it every it, seven years. Like it it will, it will kill them. Oh snap! You yeah. know what? I feel like it would kill me too. So I guess. <laughs> I know, right? Am yeah. I a Vulcan right now? You might be. Live long but and to prosper. Your question. <laughs> yes, there is porn yeah, in Star porn, Trek. Porn okay, Star Trek. cool, cool. Continuing Ask on. Ask Quark. Quark. He'll Sorry, sell you Scotty. some. So uh, Picard 
is separated from his group. Data is separated from from the rest of them. Gets captured by the Borg. He gets captured by Lily, our um, lovely engineer, who's like from the past and has no idea what's going on. After and uh, she woke up in the middle of them trying to escape and right. freaked out. She's all freaked out. They're like, "No, we're gonna take care of you." And she's like, "You put me. No, 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 no. You're a bad person. I remember that." A little bit of tussle, whatever. Picard conv- convinces her that things are okay. She joins up with him. And he tries to usher her into slowly but surely into well, hey, it's the future. Um, they find the Borg. Borg chase them into a holodeck. He turns it into uh, a. He he's really big on this Dixon Hill crime novels, like pulp novel series. Yeah, like the nineteen twenties kind of. He's like he's like trying gangster. to be the de- gangsters versus detectives kind of thing, private eye stuff. Who is he? Picard. Picard. That's Remember the, the gangster? One. Yeah, the yeah the captain. Yeah. Okay. 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 And so he turned he tanks, turns the holodeck into a 1930s nightclub. Oh, that's when they they're in the nightclub, right? Yeah. And it kept changing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That's a holodeck. So I the, forgot all about. So that. the Borg zombies are chasing chasing them down. They start uh, to dance, and well, and so they start dancing because they're like, if we blend blend. Into, blend, so we're not like we don't look like you know we look like holograms. The door Borg will ignore us, which kind of happens. And then um, Picard gets a hold of a Tommy gun, and murders a bunch of Borg because you can turn the safety protocols off a holodeck and make weapons lethal, which is dumb. <laughs> anyway, it was... It <laughs> it's was the dumbest thing in Star Trek. Well, there's a lot of dumb things in Star Trek, but that's one of the things that was like... It's like, I'm, I, I'm actively going to be like, nah, let's just turn off the safety. I mean, why do you even... Why would you not need a safety on a holodeck? Right. Why, that's what why, I'm why would that... Yeah, I don't guess that. Why, why is that an option? It, yeah, I don't know. Why but it, it worked for this one. Right. It was good. So Picard goes all crazy, just like ah, <laughs> blowing up a. No- By the way, the part where they're going through the little Borg and with all the Borg alcoves and they're walking and the Borg are ignoring them and she keeps yelling, that's exactly the way I would be acting if I was going through like spider webs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm yeah. Not even gonna lie. And he's. I'm not even gonna lie. She suddenly yelled. I do remember that. Right. Because he was like, no, just. That didn't make sense either. Because okay, she was so scared. She never seen those I, things before. I agree. But first of all, no, just act like they're nothing and they don't even see you. How are they taking over? Because they only they will only attack if they feel like you're a threat. But I just don't understand how um, they're taking over so much. If well, they'll get around to you eventually. That's how they do. It's like we'll get around to you eventually, but we're going to take care of threats first. Yeah, we've got to we've got to build. You know, we've got to turn your home into our home. We're busy doing that. We're, we yeah, a lot of remodeling, and we you know. Yeah. And after we do this, tr- then we will let's the remodel, and then we'll have the dinner party. Okay, pretty got, much. You know, we got to send a dude out to Lowe's and just <laughs> going to pick up some stuff, and we'll get to That's you. That's another thing. I see all these board come on, but I never see them show up with all of this equipment. They but all of us sudden poof you have alcoves oh you don't have to because you can just replicate those they just use the enterprise replicators and replicate them oh, okay i've always wondered like That's how, how do ha- they just like show up with all magic these alcoves? So we're just making you know, science magic um, space magic data uh, is all captured by the borg he he meets the borg queen who who's all like while he's strapped down yeah she's she, all she's all like robot and weird sexy and it's it's about seven years for her. She's right. needing some release, okay? Right. <laughs> She's giving him skin because that's what he wants. Some skin. And Give me some skin. Uh, he wants to be human. Yeah, he wants to be human. So she's trying to help him out with it. He's locked. He, you know, earlier he locked out the computer. So she's like, I got to got the. I gotta, hey, look, I'll give you skin. You give me the computer. We'll rule together. Blah, blah, blah. I got you. That's what she's trying to work with. 
she's seducing him. She, he's right. She's trying she's to seduce a robot him. And, and so him. she's like, so how long so, has it been since you've had sex? <laughs> <laughs> has, he, he had before. Right, he yeah. had before. So he so, had a girlfriend. And, and once. We'll, well, I'll talk about that. Well, well, yeah, he had a girlfriend. Ish. He had a girlfriend once, but they never had sex in that episode. Well, there. Well, I was talking about not a girlfriend, girlfriend. But, but he but did have relations with Tasha. Yeah, he had Tasha Yar hit, and that was okay. So he. I love it when you guys just know names. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out who's who in this film. <laughs> so, he he lists a date out, and we'll, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But he lists a, like a like eight years, seven, you know, whatever. That's literally. Oh, we for, copied that. It was like eight years, seven months, f- four days, and something minutes. And right. Then they started counting. So what that actually is was. How long it had been to that episode when he had sex? <gasps> oh, there you go. He's really got that timer. So right that now. was all like in the first season. They had seven seasons. So one season he had sex, seven, six more he didn't. Then one movie, then another. There you go. Okay. So. Do some research. Uh, it's ugly down there. The border all taken over. Um, I'm trying to speed this up. Because I know. We got to get through it. <laughs> anyway, the, she's giving him skin. And let's get to where All right, rip so it off Picard if you in. don't want to do so it. So Picard shows up off. and he's like, you know, fight hand to hand if you got to. Oh we wait a minute, we forgot when they released all the pianos. I'm so sorry, this happened. <laughs> <laughs> what did anybody play one? <laughs> no, the pods when they were do- so they set it on like automatic destruct the the ship. Oh. That's but that's before Picard goes in there with Data. They put it, do an auto destruct before Picard goes in there with Data. Yeah, but that's, I'm, not, I'm not getting there. We're still okay. we're still away from that. Away from that. Okay. Yeah, before so Picard, they release yeah, the pianos. Yeah, Picard shows up and realizes that, you know he's got. The, remember he killed that Ensign Lynch guy ro- who was a robot. And yeah. He was yeah. Like oh, I, I, and I dug into his stomach and found his brain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I plugged his brain. The into black this, box. He <laughs> plugged his black box into this thing. He's like, oh, they're gonna try to make. They're basically trying to send send a signal from the Enterprise to where the Borg live way, way deep in space to go like, yo, yo, help us. So basically using their direct TV to find a good signal. Yeah, pretty <laughs> so, much. So Picard, Wolf, and Worf, and, um, Wolf, Picard, Wolf, and Hawk go out outside to fight the Borg when they're, you know. On the satellite on, dish. On the satellite dish. I need everybody that's listening to understand that they're both just looking at me as they're talking because I'm still confused. Like, at this point, they're trying to teach me. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are welcome. So Worf is like... My favorite Klingon character, not so much the actor anymore behind Worf, but that's a different story. But Worf I love as a character. And he actually, during this time, was on another series called Deep Space Nine, but he happened to be flying by on his ship, The Defiant, to help out Picard. So that's why With he's Adam there. Scott. From the Who office. popped up quickly and then disappeared right, before right. we yes. realized he popped up. Ah, okay. There you go. But so, long story short... Hawk gets turned into a Borg. They shoot him into space. They, uh, the rest of the Borg... Yeah, he attacks him on the yeah, thing r- that should have been right. way harder for them to do. Right. But yeah, yeah. They unlock the mag logs to make the satellite dish work, and then they send it off in space and blow it up with assimilate this. There you go. Oh, yep. So they got, exactly rid of dish TV. <laughs> <laughs> they got rid of dish TV. Right. They got rid of dish, dish TV moved on a, to straight cable. And, <laughs> and that's what's happening in space. Now back to our friends on Earth. <laughs> uh, the friends on Earth, they, they find Zephyr and Cochran. They convince him he's got to go do the space launch. So he, they're basically getting ready for the space launch. Um, Picard goes back and is like, all right, we've stopped them, but they're still coming. So I guess we're going to um, fight until the last man. And Lily's all like, 
everybody wants you to blow up the damn ship, blow up the damn ship. Yeah, and he's like, like, the line must be drawn here. And We're not going to blow, blow up the ship. ship. And then everybody just goes about their business. She's like, why are you following him? And Beverly is like, once he's made up his mind, we just do what he says. Although, why not? This, this whole <laughs> film started with him disobeying orders. Right. right. So he's like, no, we're not going to do that. But everybody's like, well, if he wants to do it, we're going to do yeah, it. Yeah, Beverly's like, well, he's made up his mind. We're just going to do what he says. So Lily goes <laughs> talks to Picard and, and basically they yell. They shames f- him. They shames him. And then mentions, once she mentions Moby Dick, he's all like, you're right. I may have Captain Ahab. And so they make, they're going to go blow up the ship. And that's when they release the pianos. And so the escape pods. They look like pianos to me Little when they pianos. were flying. Yeah, they look. They oh. totally look like okay. baby grand pianos flying Seriously into space. Thought you meant pianos, and I this whole time <laughs> I have been trying to <laughs> figure out <laughs> where the pianos you were, were so in the ship. About pianos. I was like, I did not even see pianos. What How are you much did I miss? But then you just said they set the thing, and I was like, oh, the pianos must have been playing music no. to warn them. But then I was like, no, because there wasn't a warning. It said there wouldn't be another no, warning. To me, when the this, the escape pods in this particular movie look just like baby grand pianos flying into space. But so, anyway. So Picard like <laughs> tells Lily like he's not going because he's got to go rescue Data. And he gives him orders to go find a nice, qu- quiet place in North America to go chill out. I wrote a short story about that that I'm going to share with uh, in the next episode. Okay. In the meeting? Yeah, during the meeting. Okay, well, it, probably cool. it, it, it probably won't in be in a prayer meeting. It probably <laughs> won't be in the cult meeting, but it will be associated with it. It'll be released next week. Okay. Cool. So you get bonus content. That was uh, there's there's an idea there. I so, really like. So what you think they did? No, no, their- no. It's it's a it's 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 a similar situation. And I thought just I got played around with it, but it's really fun. It's not Star Trek. You guys will have to tune in next week to figure out what it is. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I'm sorry. So uh, Picard goes to rescue Data. Data's all like, I'm with the Borg Queen now. And he's like... She's going to touch my skin. Yeah, she's going to touch my skin. My skin. On Earth, they launch the Phoenix with all kinds of cool rock and roll. Um, The Borg Queen tries to shoot it, misses. Actually, Data, she tells Data to shoot it. She tells Data to shoot it, but misses because Data's not going to betray anybody. Uh, they they smash uh, Picard smashes a, a vial of stuff that kills organic material. Actually, Data smashes it. No, Data smashes it, and he grabs on the thing. Starts. Papa Card smashed it and grabbed. I don't nope. know. Somebody smashed it. Data smashed it. S- Get it together, Data. <laughs> Traitor. And so he smashes it, and um, all the board get basically killed. Melted. They melt. They, they die. Melt. They all die. all the organic parts basically get eaten up like acid. It eats skin basically. Okay, cool. That's why Data's skin got eaten. So off. the warp the warp launches. The either. the warp launch is successful. Everyone wins. The Vulcans come down. You miss that. You you. Comment. That's the part, and probably would only know that that was a Vulcan because Scotty looked at me and said, "You know who the Vulcan is?" And I went, "Well, obviously it's that guy because he just showed up and you just asked the question." It's the <laughs> one who did this. If anybody wants to know, I'm doing the Vulcan high five. He didn't yeah, do that at <laughs> first. It we was right after I said, "Is that shiny dude?" I know. And then he did. It. I went, oh, there it is. There it is. But um. And so the Enterprise hides behind a moon so the Vulcans don't see him, which also makes no damn sense. But I don't remember that Because <laughs> they have sensors. They would totally see like, Enterprise. The moon okay. hides the sensors. I'm like, okay. It's and, a whole planet. And like, then they're they're like, well, hey, moon. by the way, we figured out how the Borg time traveled, so we're going to go do that. And then the end of the movie, they save the day. In the, in the, in then the they movie. go back. And it's fine. So For those of you confused out there, I have now learned about it twice, and I am still very confused. I think you're a little better I, than you were. I'm a little bit better. I'm better. So, uh, um, while we were watching it, Justina commented that you know the Enterprise that we first see is the Enterprise E. Yes. And she mentioned, well, there was a lot of them beforehand, I guess. 
A, B, C, D. There were. There were. You're so, welcome, guys. <laughs> so here we go. I want to first talk about the historical USS Enterprise, the real one. Um, there have been nine, eight technically, ones being built. The first, I don't go, I'm not going through them all. But the first one was built in, 19, uh, in 1775. It was a con- Continental Navy sloop, was captured from the British, and then burned to prevent the reca- its recapture in 1777. In 1799, the third ship carrying the name fired the first shots in the first Barbary War. In 1917, the Okay, what sl- happened to that one? It, it fired the first shots and then it, they blew it up? Uh, who knows? Oh, I, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't, historical. It should be in a museum. It, uh, you know, I, I, I just went the, the quick highlights. I didn't cool. do yeah. No, that's fine. Um, I don't have questions. The, I'll try to find out for the, the, it, for the cold okay, meeting. How okay. about that? Okay. Um, in 1970, I just put this because I thought this was funny. In 1917, the sixth version of it was a motorboat. Yes, please. Used as a World War One non-commissioned section patrol craft. There you go. The eighth one was, and the last, well, the last one that was in service was a nuclear-powered aircraft carrier. Was decommissioned in 2017. There, I just read in the just got decommissioned. I'm just re- reading because they're, they're trying to figure out how to dismantle it. They're having trouble make, breaking it up. Uh, and then currently, there's a new one being built, a Gerald R. Ford class aircraft carrier. Uh, two uh, notable exceptions or, or additions: the Enterprise was a balloon used by the Union Army in the Civil War, Woo-hoo. and the first space shuttle orbiter for the NASA program was named Enterprise. So on to the Starship Enterprise. Um, they are uh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one is the Enterprise NX-01. Uh, it was the one from this TV show Enterprise. It was decommissioned 10 years after Okay, I have launch. to interrupt you. Yep. Because I... I feel like this movie in particular is going to make me sound like I did not just get a college degree. <laughs> <laughs> All the ones that you just read were real enterprises? Yes, yeah, they were real. Because the whole time I was imagining them in space. Nope. No. I was like, that is such a cool space motorboat. I did not realize no. that. And anyway, okay, so now for the Starship ones, I was like, oh my God. Those, those are, are actually real enterprises, enterprises that are military vessels. Like, and one is, another one is being built right now. I, every time he said that, I was like, like, in the world, they're building another one. That's what's happening to my brain. That's nope. what this movie has done yes. to me. Okay. So, so, here's so these are the pretend ones. Yeah, here's the okay, pretend thank ones. You. Oh, God. So the first one is the NX class, the uh, Enterprise NX-01. It was on the Enterprise show, which lasted four seasons. Uh, apparently, it was de- decommissioned 10 years after its first launch, and it's possibly in a museum. I couldn't find really information on it. The second one is the the most famous one, the U.S. Enterprise NCC-1701. 1701. That's the one from the, the original Star Trek TV show and the first three movies. Uh, it's Constitution class. It was destroyed when Captain Kirk ordered self-destruction to prevent uh, it falling into Klingon hands from Star Trek III, The Search of Spock. Then it was replaced by the in, uh, the 1701A, and it was decommissioned at the end of Star Trek VI and is placed in a museum. Uh, it was Then that was replaced by the, the B, which was an Excelsior class, and its fate is unknown. Oh, wow. Uh, inter- then it, that was replaced by the C, which is an ambassador class, and it was uh, captured by Rachel Garrett, and it was destroyed in a Klingon Romulan War, which is on the Next Generation episode yesterday's Enterprise. Then the Enterprise that we know from Next Generation is the D, and it's Galaxy class. It was captured by Jean-Luc Picard, Edward Jellicoe, and William Riker at different times. So he captured yeah. it when he was a Borg. No, he he oh, he, okay, he, okay. he he was a captain. They they he, he they gave him. It was, he, he was their first. He was their first captain. 
Uh, destroyed when it crash landed on Viridian 3 after an attack from a Klingon bird of fray left it mortally wounded. And that's in Star Trek Generations, the movie before this one. And then the most current one is the NC-1701E, which is a Sovereign class, and it's the most advanced ship in the Starfleet, currently captained by Jean-Luc Picard. Until he destroys it with PS. Now, wait a minute. Which one is the one that was captained by Pike in Discovery? Uh, this, that's all. It's, 17, it's the 1701? Okay, that's Kirk's. Yeah, that's ship. Kirk's ship. Yeah, okay, Pike, Pike had. Sure. Yeah, Pike had it before. Pike Kirk, had it first, Kirk. and then okay, got it. I'm I didn't still put all those. I didn't really embarrassed at the first ones I was trying to put in Star Trek, <laughs> and was like, those sound like historical dates for us. That's crazy how much they tied those together. <laughs> those are real ships. Oh my gosh, um, that's awesome. Though. Now it's time for. Libations. Libations. Yes, please. All right, so... Well, we're out of tequila. Uh, <laughs> so there's that. So, of course, because we've already be- been drinking tequila, you really cannot watch this movie without doing tequila shots. No one told me that before we watched it, That Scotty. is Zephram's favorite drink, tequila. He drank he a lot of tequila, tequila in that movie. <laughs> and whiskey. He drank a lot of Right, right. So, but he got um, Troy drunk off tequila. So there you go. But um, cool. so I found this wonderful when I research, I like to do some research. Sometimes I'll make up some stuff on my own. But this time I actually did some research and found a hold on one here. A website that is called 60 plus Star Trek themed drinks, cocktail shots and bowls. Go Trekkies. And oh, holy crap. I wish I had a bar that I could just play with and drink all of these because they are awesome. But for this one movie, I had to think of something that was relevant. So, Did you use one of those or did you come up with your own? No, I used one of these. They had one called the Borg Queen, and this is a drink that is served at Quark's. And it is... Is that a bar? It's a bar on Deep Space Nine, yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's one ounce Smirnoff Green Apple Twist Vodka. You can use any other apple twist. Oh, take but that back. Quark, okay, hold on, pause. Quark, this is not. Poor, pause. Quark's was a bar when di- uh, Star Trek had a kind of a, a like a an attraction inside one of the casinos. Yeah, in this Las is Ve- what this is. Las Vegas. Yeah. And in that attraction, there was a Quark's bar where they'd show you real alcohol drinks with. Yeah, this is in. in but in the this world, is a drink in the world, in there's bar. a spa- there's a space station and there's a bar in that station owned by a dude named Quark who cool. sells the porn. Okay. Okay. okay, so anyways, one ounce of Smirnoff Green Apple Twist Vodka, one ounce of Apple Pucker Schnapps, one ounce of 99 Apple Schnapps, and That's then a you splash a, a splash of sweet and sour. Yeah, it is. It's green for a reason. So basically... Is she green? Well, they wanted. I didn't see her to be green. I'm about to say sickly looking. I'm about to say I'm colorblind, and the whole time I'm like, is she green? It's kind of that sickly looking thing, but it's like so basically. Would have been a revelation, like (laughs) (laughs) like all the ones I'm having. You're like, well, she was green the whole time. I'll be. So anyway, no, she's kind of gray, but still. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But in a shaker cup, you just combine all the ingredients, shake with ice, pour into a chilled martini glass. You can garnish with sugar. Rim, if you would like. And an apple peel? I feel like more apple should be included in that. There's not enough apple. You could probably do it. I thought it was awesome because it's a little green apple martini, but it's called the Boar Queen, and it was actually served at a bar called Quark's. So I think that that drink is important for her because if she has a whole bunch of minions, she's going to need all the apples Maybe to keep the doctors away. Maybe she likes apple You don't know her life. I don't. But I'm just saying she's <laughs> keeping the doctors life. away. She's keeping them away. 
I mean, I'm just saying, oh, my God, there, I, there are so many awesome drinks on this website. I was going through and going, oh, my God, oh, my God. Can I see things that would not make sense in this movie? But I'm like, oh, my God, I got to well, do Well, if we do another Star Trek film. Yeah. So. I, I may just start doing Star Trek films just to watch. Just please, no. <laughs> please, please, I, please no. I just oh need to gosh. get a hold I'm of a bar. Does I'm anybody so have a bard? <laughs> just like my brain just hurts. I'm so tired. I okay. Does anybody have a bard in you, your backyard? If you own a bar, all I want is one day to go through and make like at least one of each of these cocktails so I can try them. So listeners, help me out. If you own a bar, that's all I want. An afternoon in your bar. We'll give you all the promos. We could come. We It'd could be talk. awesome. I could just drink. I'm. I think. I feel like I could do that part well. <laughs> You probably could. You guys have a microphone. Be like, do you remember this part? And I'll be like, I don't know, but she tastes delicious. <laughs> anyway, bring me another queen, please. <laughs> Give me a piece of skin. It's fine. It's awesome. It's awesome. Anyway, there you go. Uh, moving on to our reenactment. This will be fun, oh, guys, because I don't remember these, so this is going to be straight show. improvisation. I'm so excited about this. Which one are we doing first? I have a script. That means nothing. Uh, let's. Um Go in order of appearance? Yeah, well, yeah, let's start with, um, yeah, let's order of appearance. So starting with Blended. Blended. Which has three parts, one for each of us. Who's who? Um, I figure you want to be Troy. Sure. Because you're drunk. <laughs> uh, I know you well. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that is not how I would have imagined, imagined Troy to be spelled. Uh, who am I? Uh, would you like to be Riker or Cochran? Uh, I would like to be Riker because I do not want to be Cochran. That's a terrible name. <laughs> I guess I'm Cochran. <laughs> yeah, you are. Okay. So um, it starts with you. Okay, I'm going to read my actions as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I need all of you to pretend like you can see me doing them. Okay. Deanna. Deanna, Deanna. Ripping out the power. What? Lead. Lead? Silencing the music. No, no, don't turn it off that... Who who is this jerk? Who told him he could turn off my music? Will Riker, Zephram Cochran. Is he a friend of yours? Yes. Husband? No. Good. Oh. <laughs> now this Dina. Deanna. This is the good stuff. Doctor Cochran. To the Phoenix, may she rest in peace. You're gonna read my as we drink. Oh yeah, I'll read your twos. Yeah. Cochran and Troy knock back their slugs with some reaction. Just some, not a lot. <coughs> not a lot. <coughs> okay, that wasn't so good. Well, I think we have to tell them the truth. If we tell the truth, the timeline. Timeline? This is no time to argue about time. We don't have time. What was I saying? You're drunk. I am not. You are. Look, he wouldn't even talk to me unless I had a drink with him. And then it took three shots of something called tequila Maybe. just to find out he was the one looking for. And I've spent the last 20 minutes trying to keep his hands off me. So don't go criticizing my counseling techniques. It's a primitive culture. I'm just trying to blend in. Oh, you're blending in all right. I've already told him our cover story. He didn't believe me. Yes. We're running out of time. Now, if we tell him the truth, do you think he'll be able to handle it? If you're looking for my professional opinion as the ship's counselor, he's nuts. I'll be sure to note that in my log. And scene. So I remembered that line because I thought it was magical. The, that's awesome. There's no time to argue <laughs> about, about time. time. We don't have the <laughs> time. time. That was amazing. I remember that part. 
Will, I think we have to tell him the truth. If we tell the truth, the timeline... Timeline! This is no time to argue about time. We don't have the time. Moving Heard on of. to Apocrypha. I actually found some Apocrypha for this one. All right, let's do it. What do you think some alternative titles for this movie were? Ooh, okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What the Dana! I can't say that. Take that out. <laughs> what just happened? We'll go with that. I'm sorry, what, this ha- what just happened? Wait, wait, no, 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 no. Go to her first. Moby Picard. <laughs> Moby Picard. Oh, you were much better at this. Why did I not prepare? <laughs> I didn't <sighs> prepare either. <laughs> I know, but you're really good at it. I need to prepare. Flesh of our labors. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's not that bad. Sounds like an English movie anyway. <laughs> Alternate titles were Star Trek Renaissance, Star Trek uh, Resurrection, nah. which was used later, Star Trek Borg, nah. uh, Star Trek uh, Generations 2. Uh, they didn't use Star Trek Resurrection, Resurrection because of Aliens Resurrection. That's what happened. Right. Insurrection was, I was thinking at first. Which is terrible. Uh, so the first draft of this movie was called Star Trek Renaissance and since it because it took place during the Renaissance period. And then the Borg maintained their collective in a castle dungeon. <gasps> yes, uh, please. Uh, I love castles. For their headquarters, they planned to disrupt humanity's exploration and scientific discovery. While ideas from the uh, were brainstormed from the first script, sword fights were planned, and another storyline had Data becoming Leonardo da Vinci's apprentice. I'm so oh. glad they did not do this. But uh, he would do it well. but the writers decided uh, that while they had some interesting concepts, they felt the movie would be too kish. Also, um, Patrick Stewart, who plays Picard, was like, "I'm not wearing tights," and so that's what happened there. There's also another version of this film where Picard helps Zephyr and Conquer fly into space, and Riker goes in to go fight the Borg. And John uh, and uh, Patrick Stewart was like, Riker's I think the one with a mustache that right. directs well. Yeah, right. acts me. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, cool. So cool, cool. Um, Patrick Stewart playing Picard said, "Hey, look, I think it's more appropriate if I go fight the Borg because I was a Borg." Absolutely. And, I and don't. So that's why I got switched. So that's a little a little apocrypha of what could have happened. In the more you know. The more you know. So in this case, is very helpful because the less you know, the more you're confused. <laughs> Bless so, your heart. So uh, here's some bar trivia. I'm ready for trivia. I love trivia. Got a couple of questions, and I've got some things I'll talk about. Oh, I'm okay. terrible I'm at ready. trivia. Ready? <laughs> How many board costumes were there? One. I, I feel that. like they just cloned the same person over and over and over Yeah, there were several people that were Borg. I would say 75. So between one and seventy-five. Okay, um, eight. Really, oh, I won without oh, going wow. over. Yes, guys, so, I won. I would, I would give that point to just Angie. Yeah, over. Uh, there was eight, I and then the champion. they were um, they were used for people, and they were also used on mannequins. So in the background, oh, okay. So, but totally eight total costumes. That's nice. Okay, it didn't seem like there was a lot in each scene, though. Well, it's true. When now they think about it, they could just. But, Borg, but they'd have to scary, get a lot of the same so. size people. Right. Also, but if they were using mannequins, like right, that's right. easy. You, you can make in those the, the size you want. Right, basically, what was going on. So, um, James Cromwell was not their first pick for Zephyr and Cochran. Who was Cochran? That was Babe. Yeah, Babe. Oh, okay, cool. That'll do, pig. And so, um, who do you think they were trying to get? Oh, can we at least have some multiple yeah, choices? Yeah, give me give me some options. All right, so let me guess first because you know people, so mine will be funnier. <laughs> okay, because I don't know people, and then you get the right answer. Uh, Bruce Willis, okay. okay, Tom Hanks, oh, or Robin Williams. <gasps> oh, that is intense. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me think. Bruce Willis has a lot of action. 
Tom Hanks. Uh, I'll let you guess first. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, who was the other one? Robin Williams. Williams. Okay. Oh, I'm going to go with Bruce Willis. I'm going to Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. I don't know. That'd be weird. Uh, he he is a huge Star Trek fan. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I knew that. Oh, Star- oh, okay. I didn't know. That's Star- why you couldn't go first. He, he's a huge Star Trek fan, and the only reason why he couldn't do it because he was finishing up that thing he did. I mean, when my entire family went and worshipped at the feet of uh, Star Trek, all I could say that those guys are having so much fun. Look at, <laughs> look at those phasers, man. Oh, geez, they get to go on the... Oh, he gets to sit in that chair? He gets to sit in the comm? He gets to run the Enterprise? Which, oh, man. How come I can't do that? <laughs> I never get to. What a jip. We did it more, you know. Come, you know. I like Tom Hanks. He's have you amazing. seen that movie, That Thing You Do? I have not. Okay. You, it, it's at your house. <laughs> oh, is it? You yeah, own it. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Uh, fun fact. Those... Those are Josh's. Right. Those are like <laughs> like people that are like, why does she have movies she's never seen? <laughs> that wasn't my collection. <laughs> yeah, That's just in my house. It there you go. Just came in the marriage. Little asterisk there. Okay. Uh, so well, here, that's here, it. Here, well, that's for the questions. I think I, maybe I can turn one or two of these into questions in, in a little bit. But um, so April fifth is the the day for first contact. Right. Like that's the day in the movie, yeah. or that's the day it was released. That's like, is this real I, life or spaceship t- trivia? <laughs> This is this this is uh in the movie. During, okay, in cool. The, in the fictional universe, April fifth fifth of the day uh, for first contact. Uh, Ronald Moore, one of the writer, picked it. Why did he pick it? It's his wedding anniversary, so he would never forget it and not get in trouble again. That sounds pretty legit. <laughs> Close. It's his son's birthday. There you go. <laughs> That's I would say that actually sounded pretty legit. <laughs> I feel like the anniversary would be more contrived of a number birthday. than a birth. You know, but. It's I a man. Ugh. I don't know. Dates are hard. All right. So here's here's some here's some just some general trivia. Uh, Alice Creed suffered much discomfort through the movie. Her costume was too tight, causing blisters. You think? And the silver was con- that the queen? Yeah, that's the queen. Oh yeah, that makes sense. And the silver contacts she had to wear were so painful she could only keep them in for four minutes at a time. <gasps> oh god. Really? Yeah. That's just hell. Okay. D- imagine having to be that intense and sexual and powerful, and the whole time going, "What are we at?" Three minutes? That's <laughs> like, bef- like that's before I mean, they could like CGI the contacts yeah. in, man. I don't think they could. It just took time and money. I think it, you know, we, yeah, we had some, there, I mean, there's some CGI. That's some time. acting though to to get them in and then immediately jump into that character yeah. and you only have a time frame before you have to take them out again. So all the scenes filmed inside the silo where the Phoenix was taken were, were taken out of Titan Missile Museum located in Green Va- Valley, southwest of Tucson, Arizona. Um. The site is the only intercontinental ballistic missile, the ICBM, silo complex in the world that's open to the public. The 110-foot-tall Titan II rocket has been demilitarized, so it doesn't have any fuel for nuclear play- payroll because of the a bunch of treaties. And in fact, um, one of the two silo doors must be remained open at all times for Russian satellites to, ver- to verify. I just thought that was That's kind of awesome. That is a neat little neat. fun fact. Uh, the song Zephyr Cochran plays on the jukebox is Ooby Dooby. By Roy Arbison. Right. As uh, this was r- originally released in 1960, the song is 103 years old uh, by the time the movie is. And so it's a classic for him. That's uh, uh, classic, all right. The star date given in this movie is uh, 50893.5. Star dates is how starships keep up with date and time and space. Okay. Because, you know, right. we keep up with date and time with this, you know, the Earth going around the uh, sun. Yeah, this, yeah, they don't yeah. have that option. So they've got this system worked out for it. 
which roughly translates to November 22nd, 2373. Uh, coincidentally, that's when the movie was released in theaters, November 22nd, 1996. Very cool. That's a neat day to release it. Yeah, so. Was it like a weird day, like a Tuesday? Uh, but on Earth, it was uh, like 2040-something uh, in the movie? Well, th- so it's 2373 when the movie. The f- the no, few no, I'm talking about when they go back to Cochrane. Oh, it's, it's like 2040, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's like 2040, something like that. Just a few years from now. Yep. So uh, We're going to see it. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. I have it here. April 5th, uh 2063. Is 2063. First contact day will be a Thursday. <laughs> there you go. I have it's a good day. Thursday's a Thursday. Thursday's a good day. Let's do it. So that's our trivia. Rounding out the show, we're coming up to time to pay the tab. How much do you think this movie costs to make? Oh well, since she didn't get to have those CGI contacts and had to suffer through four minutes, I'm gonna say. What year was it made? Yeah, that mm, uh, released in '96, so they made it in '95. Okay, I asked that like that makes a difference for me. I still have no idea. Uh, I'm gonna guess 25 million. 25 million. I'm gonna say 10 million. 45 million. Jeez. How much? Do you they think? should have CGI'd those contacts yeah. on. That's, That's a lot saying. of money. How when you, you paid 45 million, you can pay another thousand. Okay. How <laughs> <laughs> sure. How much do you think it made? Like total to- or first total weekend? Total world during its worldwide. Okay, so what what number movie is this of Star Trek? Uh, number eight. That's right. That's right. That's right. I would say a hundred and sixty million. I want to say it doubled what it what it costs. So you think ninety million? Yeah. Uh, you're close. One forty six. Okay. It released on the weekend of November twenty second. Uh, where do you think it placed? Uh, what else came out? Um, I will tell you, Space Jam, uh, Ransom, Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way were released that weekend, too. Space Jam, though. And the mirror has two faces. I'd say second. I would say second to Space Jam. It won the weekend. Really? That's awesome. Was Space Jam second? Yeah, Space Jam was second. Yes. Uh, Get it. $30 million, and I read the rest in order. Space Jam, Ransom, Jingle All the Way, which was its opening weekend. Uh, The mirror has two faces. That's awesome. How do you think it ranked entirely in 1996? Uh, with that much money, yeah. I Do you know all the things that were released in nineteen in the top ten? I'm gonna say top ten. I'll say top five. So pick a number. Four. Seven. Seven. Four. Seventeenth. Oh wow! Oh wow! Okay. Num- we were both wrong. Number one was Independence Day. Well, oh, yeah, I forgot yeah, yeah. about that. Number no, two I didn't was know about Twister. That. See, unless oh, I can yeah. see what movies released. I've seen that both year, of those, by the way. Uh, I like to get credit when I need to get credit. <laughs> there you go. I, I saw those. <laughs> Number three is Miss Mission Impossible. Seen that? I've no. never seen any Mission Impossible. <gasps> oh, movies. how fun! Something I've seen all of, and she has I, I don't like um, the short guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Should, Which who needs to know, fight? What's his face? We still? should do either um, Mission Impossible one or two because they're fun. How about I pick which one? Yeah, you're. And you're then that would be a fun week for me. <laughs> there you go. Well, I think I would understand the movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, in all fairness, you don't really have to watch them in order. So, yeah, That's you would. <laughs> uh, number four was Jerry Maguire. I like the fact that the two Tom Cruise movies were back to back. And number five was Ransom. Do you might remember Ransom? I do remember I Ransom. Who's I asked you. Like, That's the Liam Neeson movie, right? Mel Gibson. Oh, wait. I haven't seen that. I don't think um, I've seen Which that. one was that? Taken. That taken, was Taken. taken. Uh, oh, I've Ransom. seen the Taken movie. No, Ransom had Mel Gibson. Yeah, Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that one. That was the weird, the gritty one, right? Right. Yes, yeah, I yeah. do remember that one. That was in that weird color film. So, yeah. And so that was 1996. Awesome. So, do you recommend this movie? Oh, me? <laughs> to my friends? No. To people who like Star Trek, sure. I'd be like, I mean, if you know the people, <laughs> by all means, like I, know the people. I feel like it's essential to continue the story for you. But to my friends, I'd be like, oh, you haven't seen Star Trek? No, 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 no. 
Don't don't do it. You're gonna you're gonna scratch your head when you're done. Plus her height. Absolutely. Absolutely <laughs> do I recommend this movie. I love this movie. This is a great Star Trek movie. Oh gosh. I I mean, and it does help to kind of know the people. I feel like if I it, if I was on, involved in the story and watched this movie, it's, it does seem like it might have been like a fun like they go back. Anytime you have to go back and you experience like uh Oh, why is it I can't think of any names, titles, or people when we're all together? <laughs> Brie Larson. Captain Marvel. Okay, yeah. no one had to help me with that. I did that by myself, just so we're clear, because I love that movie. Like, when she goes back and she lands in a blockbuster, that's just fun. That's fun. Yeah, that oh, fun. hey. that's So I feel like it probably is a fun movie if you know what's going on. Literally anything about Star Trek besides the Vulcan salute, anything else, it would probably be fun. I rewatched this with you. Yes, you did. And the, and it had been a minute since I had seen it. It's not and very long. I don't think it held up. I don't think it aged very well. Really? I do. I, I think, just loved it. I think it's the I still think it's the best out of the next generation films. There's four. And I it's the only one I I like. It's very it was very quirky. It it reminded me, and I don't know if it's just because like they say assimilate. But it reminded me of Doctor Who in that kind of right. It's got a good I well, in that kind of like, Doctor Who bothers me because I've only seen what Josh has watched in the background. Like I haven't watched the show. I've so never seen Doctor Who. I just either. need to point that I out no there because I know that there's a big fan base. Um, but it's very simple. The the tricks and the stunts are very simple. Right. And having gone to film school in a more modern society it's but hard she to went watch to like those. an amish because mem- mem- she's right. never seen anything See, <laughs> well, right like I, so i mean like i know the techniques she went to of Pennsylvania it I, just, film school. I did not <laughs> do that it was out of california but still like I, I just haven't most of the things i've seen have been because of film right, school. Right, right, so right but it's still it's just it's hard for me to watch that and be like they couldn't have done something different like that looks very fake that happened a lot in this movie it was very fakey looking like like with the satellite dish that they were trying to release. I was like, why Why did that happen? Why, why were they able to do that? It was like, oh, just ignore them. You're literally next to them on the satellite well, dish. But it's you, obvious you would that have you're up to there. know the background of the Borg to understand I mean, that. I agree with that as well. But See, it, does, it seemed very easy. I Everything disagree. was easy. I, I disagree. They tell you that kind of stuff in the movie. You know, they they don't. They mean, might have told you, but I did not hear it. I don't know. Okay. I liked it. So I, I, mean, I loved I, and it. I don't know why you did because I mean, because they I mean they do tell you that you know they will ignore you. Well, I, I if heard you're not that, a threat. but it's if you're like, not a threat. I heard that. It doesn't make sense to me. That's that's well, like a silly a, like snakes. writing thing. Snakes are deadly, but nine times out of ten, if you're not a threat, they will ignore you. They will not strike so, you. I mean, bees won't bother you either. Bees won't bother you either until you mess with bees and the bees go lose their mind. Yeah. It's just crazy to me how it was just like, I'll just pretend like I'm not doing something, but they're still messing with the computer. Yeah, yeah they're, they're so, busy. And the, they're having to do stuff. They have a mission. It just seems, everything seems so easy. Like, it happened and you were like, What they're doing why? is they're taking the ship and assimilating the whole ship and turning it into a cube is what their job is. I, they like cubes. Ish. So, would I recommend it? I guess. Uh, begrudgingly, I guess. I, um, I don't think it held up really well. I don't think I ever have to see it again either. I mean, it's. Uh, I, I would I, totally watch this again. I mean, if it's on, I'll watch it. But it's not like I'm. I, I won't. I, this is not like like my favorite one in the series is Star Trek Two because I think it's almost from a filmmaker's perspective. I think it's near perfect. Um, but for pure entertainment, I'm just like, and and you know, growing up, I really liked the Borg, but now as I got older, I just like I, I'm not into it. And so I just you know, I watched it. I was 
you know, I know it. And this was like, <sighs> I'm just I mean, not wanting to give them regular about five years. I think regular Borg stuff. But there's something that the Borg Queen to me is sexy. Okay. There's just something sexy about the Borg Queen that I've always She's just lean and liked. weird looking. So you just like powerful women. I do. That's why you're drawn to me. Oh. <laughs> and that's exactly why. Yes. Yeah. Well, that was our thoughts on it. If you have thoughts, please please comment. Com- please comment. Yeah, we'll talk about we it next week's cult meeting. I need names, guys. I need names. Yeah, we need to name Justina. Please make it awesome. And, and I uh, love. Did you what like First it? Contact? And let us know what you liked about it. Because, like I said, I think, I think, I think we're interesting, divided on this. I think it's you know Stephanie's really really into it. Justine I was is, confused. Right, Justine I left it opposite. with no thoughts. Right, I think Justine's on the opposite, and I'm kind of in the middle. I'm like, yeah, meh. meh. I'll, I'll take it. And I'm, I mean, it's fine for what it was, but I'm not. I mean, yeah. Again, I don't have to see it again, and if I do, it's not that big of a deal. I'm not gonna cry over. It. <laughs> Please don't. So I'll bring tissues. Oh, you're so Aww, sweet. I got you. I got you. So uh, you can follow us on our Facebook page at uh, Cult uh, Movie Cantina Mopcast. And uh, you please, that's where you can. Uh, yeah, please give us some feedback. You can also uh, talk to uh, find us from uh, ScottyWay.com. That's where everything lives. Absolutely. Uh, my, yep. uh, I don't know if y'all want to give up Twitters and stuff. My Twitter is Scotty White at Scotty White. And my Instagram is at Scotty O. White. My Instagram is always Stephanie. I honestly don't remember. I think my Instagram is um, at Justina Dreen, which is also my Twitter. Or, wait, Justina Dreen for Instagram and then at Justina Dreen for Twitter. Just start with Justina. I'm sure it'll pop up. How many Justinas y'all know? I mean, I'm on Twitter too, but I'm never, I'm never on there. Something. I don't know. Anyway. I'm I'm always on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Those are the three I'm on. Yeah. Instagram for sure. Anyway. But uh, uh, we'll have them all listed on our uh, show notes so you can click right to us. And that's what we'd like. like I like making new friends, guys. I like making new friends. Come Um, on. uh, Next week's episode is a cult meeting. And so we'll talk about uh, hopefully your comments about this plus some other stuff. The homework we have left Scotty with. I've got some homework. And also I really, really want to talk about The Lion King. I have I have thoughts about the Lion King. Okay. Have you? Is it out yet? No, not the new one. I'm just, I like I saw oh. the I saw the old one this weekend, and I have. When does the new one come out? It's uh, in July. Yeah, July. Okay, cool. We can do the Lion King on the show. That's <laughs> either one of them. Now I'm gonna I watch the, the I'm gonna watch time. the old one. I'll watch the old one beforehand so that I can also comment. Have, I've seen it before, oh, just yeah. so we're all clear. <laughs> Disney I'm, movies. I'm, I've I've got a lot of those. So, okay. Uh, so this is Scotty saying this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Yes, Night. please. Mobcast Network.